Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You ready to go? Does it matter? Not really. If you don't mind, I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Bad boy. Four, five, six. B-I-G. Ah! If we uh, wrap this up in time, I kind of want to check out the French Quarter, huh? This is a place where the girls flash out their boobies. It's the Vucaray. It's the original city, founded in 1718. It's 78 square blocks that are all protected in National Historic Landmark. It's an area steeped in the history of the Spanish and the French and the Civil War. But it is also the place where the girls flash at their boobies. Get out! Get out! Get out! And now... I say something, and I don't mean this offensive, and I know you can't use it. My balls are on fire. Our feature presentation. <laughs> and now, it's time for a moment with Kevin. I gotta start like... That decreases your possibility of being in an accident by half. So speed Obviously. up when the wets erode. When the roads are wet. When the wets erode, exactly. <laughs> speed up. That was a moment with Kevin. When did that happen? Apparently a while ago, but you know, we have listeners out there who go back to old podcasts or they're on the Kevin and Bean Archive. Oh, I hate the podcast. We have to stop the podcast, yeah, you guys. Immediately. Yes, because we make mistakes and then people hear it like a week later and then mm-hmm. they start mocking you again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's deserved, but if we stop the podcast, right. we would only have to deal with that one day. I don't think that's the answer. So but we they, cut out the podcast. Yeah. Then they write in and they say, you know, mm-hmm. to Omar or whoever, they say, hey, did you guys miss a moment with... And then Omar will go back to the tape, and sure enough, there it is. And by Omar, you mean Muggs or whoever works here? <laughs> yeah, what happened to Omar? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think he quit. He just never came back Should after the holidays. check on him oh, or anything? Omar told us before the break that he was also going to take the Wednesday, Thursday, Friday off, the mm-hmm. 2nd, 3rd, and 4th of January. Mm-hmm. And then he called in sick yesterday, and then he called in sick today. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't, I haven't heard from him. I don't know if he's still working here. I assume he is. I what? saw a story not long ago about one of the side effects of the booming American economy is that people don't give two weeks' notice anymore. They just quit because there's so many, you know, it's so easy to get a job. Right. There's so many jobs. Sure, everybody can and, get one. And they just, uh, they just leave. They just don't show up one day. So he's just ghosting us? Mm. I feel like he may have another job. Huh. See, like, I don't know why he wouldn't tell us because he would get such joy in telling us. That's true. But Maybe he's getting know. more joy right now. He's like, eventually they'll talk about me. <laughs> I bet that's it. Look, the point is, DJ Omar Khan has worked here for a long time, but none of us have seen him since Thanksgiving. That's what we're Correct. trying to say yes. here. So it's very weird. <laughs> Contact the authorities. Um, by the way, speaking of uh, speaking of the the Wetzer Road, um, I think I heard this morning on the radio that it's supposed to rain on and off all weekend long, including all day Sunday. 
Yeah, I saw that as well. Yeah, I think it's I think it's fine like through Friday, but then it's on and off all weekend, right? I think it's it rains spinning. maybe Thursday oh, and Thursday. then okay. again Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. And why do you mention Sunday? Uh, well, Rams? the Rams for starters. Yeah. But isn't this a um, uh, this seems like an unusual amount of rain for a state that has been so starved for water for so long? Sure. Well, if, if you mean not? we've been in an insane drought for years, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Any yeah. rain is going to seem like an insane amount of rain. But this is this is definitely a good chunk. Yeah. Well, I just hope Soldier Boy is going to be okay. Oh, me too. You know, with the mudslides yeah. and whatnot. Sure. All right. I have a uh, story that I could have saved for uh, What's Up With Florida, but I, it's rattling around in my head and I need some help understanding it. I just can't wait. This is a couple that checked into a Florida Keys hotel and skipped out without paying. Their names are Lee and Ashley Rowe. They're staying at the Hampton Inn in Key Largo. So they checked in first on October the 20th. And I have many questions about the story. Number one, the hotel manager says the couple did not have to provide a credit card initially because they checked in through the hotel's reward program. I have never checked into a hotel. Well, that's not true. In the last 25 years, I have not checked into a hotel where it was not required that you put up a credit card for, quote-unquote, incidentals. Yeah, it doesn't matter where you book it. They right. still need that incidental and they, card. And they want to have a card in case, you know, after you check out, they find out that you, you know, you stole everything in the room or burned it down or something mm-hmm. like that. So sure. they want to be able to charge you for damages. Okay. Because sometimes you leave a room and you burn it down. Sometimes right. I just take a lamp. And some artwork. <laughs> well, I mean, there, there, there. I'm sure there have been people who have, you know, helped themselves to the robe or to the, you know, to the clock sure. radio or the DVR or whatever it is. Sure. Okay. So, question one is, how do they check in without a with a without a credit card? Okay. Okay. They check out on November the third, and they have racked up three thousand two hundred and twenty nine dollars and eighty eight cents in costs at a Hampton Inn. Oh. Now, how is that possible? I don't know. Have you stayed at a Hampton Inn? I mean, it's kind of a middle of the road hotel that you'll, you, you'll, if you're driving across country, you pull off the interstate and it's going to be clean enough for the night kind of thing. Yeah, clean it's enough hardly, for one night. Yeah, it's hardly <laughs> fancy, is what I'm saying. Right. And it's not like, I mean, it's in the Florida Keys, so I guess it's maybe they just have something I don't know about there. Okay. But I mean, in that amount of time, October 20th to November 3rd, which is a couple of weeks, even if you're eating room service every day, I don't think it's three thousand two hundred twenty nine dollars and eighty eight cents, is it? No, I mean, it seems well, like a lot. Every single meal, tons of stuff. Mm-hmm. Sure. Could it be that much? Okay. So, so uh, they leave and they don't DVR. pay. Sure, that they, DVR. Maybe the DVR. They leave and they don't pay. Okay. Somehow, they come back. By the way, according to this, it, it's not, October twenty fifth, November third is visit number one. Visit number two starts on November 3rd and goes to November 10th. So that sounds like a continuation of the same visit. They rang up, ran up another $1,931.99. Still haven't been asked to pay, I guess, because they're still checked in. November 10th to November 17th, $1,921.64. Then they did check out, but came back on the 26th, stayed through December 3rd, racked up another $1,767. Are they December just squatting 4th. at this point? I don't know. Next day, next day, December 4th through the 11th, $1,304. So that's a crazy amount of money, over $10,000. The manager tried to get in touch with them via social media. Again, why wasn't there an email address? <laughs> or maybe there was and they just didn't respond to it. So they tried to get in touch with the, the woman, Ashley Rowe, on social media. She blocked him. 
the couple eventually, I guess, the police got involved and they turned up a credit card that was stolen. So all this time, the credit card they had was stolen, which may be why they didn't want to use it, because then the gig's up Sure, when they find out it's stolen. So they have been arrested and are facing charges of grand theft. I still don't see how you rack up $10,000 plus at a Hampton Inn. Uh, Well, the the total of time they were there was over a month, though. Mm Mm-hmm. I see. I can see how they would, yeah. It's not like a Hampton Inn is like a crappy little... It's not a Motel 6. Yes. Saying. I mean, it's on that side of things, though. It's, yeah. well, it's just... It's not a Four it's, Seasons it's by a, any stretch. No. It's a no. mid-range hotel. It's a Hilton. It's a Hilton, which scrambled eggs at a Hilton are $12. So there, <laughs> I'm sure they're nine. That's a lot of scrambled so, eggs. It's just a lot of money at hotels. It's insane. Plus, I, they stole a lamp. Plus sure. a lamp and a DVR. I burned it down. I want to see an itemized receipt. I guess that's what I'm saying. The only thing that will satisfy me is an itemized receipt to figure out where all this, all this money went. That's a weird kink. But yeah, right. but uh, but they did finally get caught, and they are in jail. Uh, as I said, charged with grand theft. But as usual, way to go, Florida! It's impossible to stay away from stories from Florida. I mean, when I it do, people are dumb. Is. Four out of five stories are from Florida. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. ridiculous. All right, let's talk about today's Kevin and Bean show. No, señor! No, señor! No, señor! <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is Tuesday, January eighth. Haven't said that yet. Um, I'm going to say this slowly so I can get it right. Woke, Dave. Oh. We're going to talk about he uh, is has federal jury duty. Does he have it, or he's he's been trying sent, to get out of it? Or sent summoned. the notice. Sent yeah. the notice. Summoned, and he wants to go. By the way, old Dave, unwoke Dave, would have just thrown that in the trash and ignored it. But new socially conscious Dave, sure, <laughs> wants to wants to participate in the system. And I think it's great. I think our little boy's growing up. Bean got scammed. Can't wait for this story. <sighs> this hurts me, you guys. <laughs> this, this, this hurts me a lot to bring this up. Did you... Okay, well, we'll wait. Did you lose money? Yes. Oh, no. Did you lose a lot of money? We'll talk about it. Oh, oh, oh no, that's a yes. We'll talk about it. Oh, I mean, she was no. so cute in the photos. Oh, um, I mean, I, let's save it for the details. Okay. Uh, TV shows we don't know about. Mm-hmm. We're going to take some calls on that because we feel like we know most TV shows. Mm-hmm. And then we watch a show like the Golden Globes and they talk about shows and we're like, what is that? Yeah. Never heard of it. Or you watch any show on network TV and they run commercials for shows that yeah. are their third season that you've never heard of. Correct. Uh, I have I had a dream that was very troubling and Allie, the dream in- interpreter, is going to help me out today. Excellent. Because okay. We haven't done that in a while. We haven't done it in a while. That's true. And uh, Lamorne Morris will join us in studio. Oh, he's so great. Love him so much. He's, uh, of course, from... <laughs> oh. New Girl. That is correct. Yeah, that's been on a lot lately. It has Valley of the Boom as well. Yes, Jensen, you want to talk now? Yeah, sorry. I just got in here late. I was uh, running a commercial, a new ad I just did for uh, our new sponsor, Hampton. Hampton. (laughs) Sorry about that, guys. So Lamar Morris is coming in as well. We'll take a break. We will come back with what's happening next. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. And it's time for a first look at what's happening here on this Tuesday. What's up, Allie? Guys, remember when we got the Coachella lineup and we were like, Gucci gang? Yep. That's a typo, right? Mm-hmm. Well, to be honest, I I stood strong. You stood, did? Yeah, I, I stood strong. Mm-hmm. What? I knew it was not a typo. Uh-huh. I thought that it was Gucci Mane and a bunch of people. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Just go back to the tape. He said that. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, it is Gucci Mane and a bunch of people. Do you know who they are? Uh, Little Pump. Yes. And, uh, oh, the other one is Smoke Perp. 
I thought that was a um, a typo. <laughs> it is indeed. Popcorn uh, bonded, baby. Smoke burp. Yeah. Yeah. They're performing for the first time together at Coachella under the stage name Gucci Gang. Couldn't they so, just have come out with this when the article came out? Or when the lineup came out? Well, hey, so much this attention. is what it is. This is great marketing for this yeah, weird true. name. Yeah, now everyone actually will probably be excited to see them. Uh, just because they know the whole story behind you didn't know what it was on the flyer. There you have it. That's true. Yeah. Now, is this something Kevin should make sure to be in front of when it happens? Yes, I think that'll be a good... Yeah, Gucci Mane's always good. He, mm-hmm. He's kind of... Re, I don't know if you know about him, but he was this kind of like huge drug addict. He was very overweight, and then he changed his entire life. He looks like Usher at this point, which wow. is nuts. Mm-hmm. And he's completely clean, and his live shows have been much more energized. Fantastic. Yeah, he about- still, still has a weird tattoo on his face of a ice cream cone that says, Burr. Oh, that, that <laughs> that's a good choice. His, his yeah. bigger days, he yeah. just loved ice cream. Yeah, it's also yeah. now. It used to be B R R R R, but he's lost so much weight. I think it's just B R now. <laughs> like it's just tight, tightened oh. up. Yeah. Uh, what can you tell us about Smoke Perp? Smoke Perp is uh, he kind of came up in the little pump scene, mm-hmm. and and he's just sort of a, a, a rapper. He's he's good. He, he also was a part of the XXX uh come up as well. But mm-hmm. I've never been a big Smoke Perp fan. But I do like Little Pump, and I do like uh, like Gucci Mane. Is smoke per- like purple like you smoke the purple? Yes, that's- yes, okay. yes. That's very right. cool, you narc. <laughs> <laughs> I need all the information on this. <laughs> is the perp the smoke perp? Is the perp and where does the he purple? live? The purple in... Yeah, I don't um, know what that is. Right. Oh, well, I'll fill you in later, you guys. I don't, I don't know how to feel about this story, because remember when we heard about... Um, uh, one of the uh, the brothers, woo, the brothers, and then one of them got married, and we were like, "You're not getting married." Uh, the Jonas Brothers. All right, there yeah, it is. thank you. And he <laughs> married the gorgeous woman that he married. Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> right. Do you oh not know any names? Hold the please. Hold. Who did he marry? The um, actress that's gorgeous. Uh-huh. Uh, she's from India. Right, what's she called? Beautiful woman. I mean, you have notes? Um, you have a, a no, it's paper? not in oh, this different. story. Got not it. in this story. Got it. It was just adding on. Mm-hmm. Now I realize that was a mistake. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, I don't remember her name, okay. to be honest. Priyanka yeah. Chopra. Bianca, yes. Yeah. What? Priyanka. Priyanka. It's not Bianca. Well, Bianca <laughs> Dopa. No, God dang it, I'm going to have some coffee. Here's why I bring it up. When we heard they were dating, we were all like, no. That's not even possible. Even right. hearing that they were flirting at a club, we were like, no. Priyanka's going to say no right. and keep on moving. Hey, those Jonas Brothers assholes! I'll tell you what we really said was... No, senor! No, senor! No, senor! <laughs> Understandable. That's why when I originally read that Pete Davidson and Kate Beckinsale were flirting ridiculously mm-hmm. at a Golden Globes after party on Sunday, I thought... Come on, Kate Beckinsale. And then I remembered, oh no, these type of things do happen. And Pete Davidson does have wah wah. Is that right? Big D energy is what I'm saying. (laughs) Could they have been flirting? Could, like, could they go on a date? They didn't leave together, but 
Here's what um, the quote is. She was very flirty with him, and there were definitely some vibes going on. Pete was smiling and laughing with her, and she was all about him. The two didn't leave the party together, but they enjoyed a lengthy hug before parting Ugh. ways. I hate whoever wrote that. They were canoodling, is what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, Kate Beckinsale dated, this would be her second member of the Wild and Out TV show. She also what? dated like a 20-year-old comedian once, this kid named Matt. And it was Just like unpressed. Well, Matt Rife. <laughs> he was in the press. It was in the press and stuff. And I was like, that's a weird coupling as well. And then now this. Wow. So you think it's even a possibility. She's, she's social climbing to Nick Cannon. <laughs> <laughs> You'll get there, Kate. Good luck. Can you imagine wow. if your job was to write down a <laughs> description of that interaction at that party? Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Has, uh, has Kate Beckinsale, has she seen herself? Has she has she just said? I mean, it does seem like she could have better choices. She uh, to me, and maybe I'm off here. She's one of the most beautiful human beings that has ever walked the face of the earth. She's attractive. Uh, agreed. I'm not saying that that's all she is. Mm-hmm. But Pete Davidson. star of the Underworld movies, which yeah. I loved. Yeah, yeah. Pete Davidson. Yeah. I mean, right? it can only go so far. You know what I'm saying? Well, like after a while, be- you're like, I get it. Ow. You know, and then you move on. But whew, it was a rough go of things, wasn't it, guys? <laughs> it was good times. She's wowing out. <laughs> I'm with Kevin now that we should stop the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the podcast has just become painful to us. <laughs> I love that you all were like, look down at your paper. It's written right there. No, I went off paper for that. No. I won't do it again. Well, thank God. I no, won't that was do strong. it again, guys. Wow. All right, some birthdays for you. Bob Eubanks, newlywed game host, also used to do the uh, the big parade, Rose Parade. Hasn't for a couple years. Boy, was that a memory, huh? Maybe kids. Omar's never coming back. <laughs> right? And maybe he's got the right idea. Possible. <laughs> um, actresses, Gabby Hoffman and Rachel Nichols. You love Rachel Nichols. I do. She's a lovely, lovely woman, and, and she's very talented. All right. That's what's happening. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Is it time for Dave's Woke? Cause Dave's Woke. That's right, stupid, I'm woke. He's not creeping. No, I'm not creeping. You won't find him. I'm rad. On couches sleeping. Oh, I like slept. Cause Dave's Woke. That's right, I'm gonna do woke things. Last uh, week, Dave came in and told us that he fought Netflix and won over the way Asian actresses were credited in the uh, in uh, on the movie descriptions. And we were like, "This is not the Dave we know who would take the time to 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 fight uh, to become a, so- a social justice warrior." Not only that, but it went, it happened pretty quickly. Yeah, Dave yeah. just tweeted that uh, Ming Na Wen was not named in the credits of Mul- what Which was it? Mulan. 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 Yeah. And Ming-Na Wen said, yeah, you're right. And then Netflix said, yeah, you're right. Boom, done. <laughs> done. So Dave won Netflix Zero. So we thought, well, that, that's uh, that's very impressive that Dave took that on. And now we find out that Dave has not only received a federal jury summons, he's looking forward to going. Yeah. Because Dave's woke. How's that possible? This is not the Dave we know who would have th- claimed to have never received that paperwork <laughs> from the government. And it also gets better. You know, uh, I renewed my ID and I checked that box that mm-hmm. says, oh, organ donor. 
Well, that's the first time. First time wow. ever. Wow, you're a horrible person. I know. <laughs> I know. You don't have to be woke to do that. Yeah. <laughs> Dave is starting to think about other people, you guys. I know, it's strange. This okay. is sweet. He's feels kind of good, citizen. though. Real, Little Dave has grown up. Real quick. Yes. Have yes. you put your license plates on your car yet? Great Well, great let's question. not get crazy. All right. You know. All right. You still don't want Did you that. use your windshield wipers in the rain yesterday? God, no. Okay. Yeah. Isn't there a new law, Dave, in sure California is. where you have to have a license plate now? the front and the back? There maybe, but mm-hmm. I haven't read the new laws yet, so... So, I guess... I'll wait till they, they... I go, what? Yeah, you pull... They pull you over, then you just do that, <laughs> and then they let you, you go. Yeah. But I don't want to. All good. <laughs> All right, let's talk about federal jury duty. Yes! I, uh, I don't know anything about it, so I did go to Wikipedia this morning, which is never wrong, and it <laughs> says, a federal jury in the United States is impaneled to try federal civil cases and to indict and try those accused by United States attorneys of federal crimes. Whoa. So has any of the rest of us gotten that? I've never gotten I've never one gotten like that. regular no. jury duty but not federal. No. Yeah. So does this do you, is your interpretation of that sentence I just read that this is these might be better more interesting cases? Or no? I mean, probably bigger cases. Yeah. I don't know better. Mm-hmm. I mean, bigger. this could be just a white collar, like stocks sure. trading. You know, this could be that kind of mm-hmm. thing. Or he and could be going for like a real federal offense. El Chapo. El Chapo, yeah. 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 Well, let's just say that uh, one of the selections I have to select is I am available to serve on this 10 week trial. <gasps> wow. In order to be available, you must be free of any commitments from Tuesday through Friday of January or March. January to March. Wow. 10 wow. weeks. Guys, I'm going to be gone for 10 weeks. Sweet. Oh, that's the way you're looking at it. Yes. No wonder you're woke. <laughs> you're going to have to go to work. Yes, I'm going to sit on a trial and judge bad people. Well, bad person, maybe. It could be just one. Right. Wow. For three and months. The, you and could person be, by people. the way, as a juror, you might also want to know that they might not be bad people. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, if they got arrested and charged. Then and, they probably right? did. Right? Oh, wow. they you are up. a perfect juror. Oh, <laughs> but, I mean, what's the difference? Like, why? <laughs> like someone's back to sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This, um, this one came more about- official. Tell me about the money, though, from the company. I know you get paid 50 bucks a day on a federal jury. Yeah. But do you still get your K-Rock salary? Uh, they give you 15 days, I believe, of, 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 paid? of paid jury duty. And then oh. the rest, you're on your own. It's wow. just like, like leave. Then you don't want yeah. a 10-week trial. That's bad news for you. Uh, it sounds like no, he wants I don't it. think he's no, done the Dave's math. trying to get El Chapo. He's trying to get a book deal. He's yeah. trying to get on, yeah, he's trying to get on CNN. You know, El Chapo, the case is already going. You know that, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah, but right. I mean, I saw the OJ trial, and they got a cool, like, uh, oh, yeah, hotel. That, that went real well like, for all of them. They got a cool hotel. <laughs> so, wow. that so was I'm ready, guys. I'm ready. Cool I'm ready to be a juror. I'm ready to do my civic duty. You um, don't get... You don't yes. get... Uh, Internet, you TV. can't have TV. You can't have any of Only that. Only if you're sequestered. Well, yeah. no, but they'll still bring in a DVD of like one TV show. Like here's Arrested Development. <laughs> yeah. Like you're not allowed to just like freely change the channel. But think about all the room service and all the like, <laughs> oh like the I mean, ice really Sundays that you could get. get it. It, it, woke. I'm not wow. positive Dave's woke. No. <laughs> you yeah, make a nice a living, Dave. You could do these things on your own any weekend. <laughs> not in a nice hotel, man. Uh. It's, it gets expensive after 10 days. <laughs> what think you, of all the lotions <laughs> and soap I'll Exactly. Right? Do you think I you, stock my whole bathroom. Do you think jurors stay at the Four yes, Seasons? He does. he does. Did they not? No. no. Where do they stay at? It's like a Motel 6. No, they stay at like a Holiday Inn Express or something. Oh. Um, guys, while the everything. majority of federal jury trials last less than a week, jurors can receive up to $60 a day after serving 10 days on a trial. Ooh. So he does get, oh, get he a gets bump that extra 10 bucks. Yeah. If he goes longer. 
Uh, Get those chicken tenders. Uh, I didn't realize this either, by the way. A federal grand jury consists of 16 to 23 members. Oh, wow. Wow. And it requires the concurrence of 12 in order to indict. Wow. So you don't need a unanimous jury. In a is this a mistake? Did it's they send be. this to Dave it's as a mistake? Be. Because no, this is official, man. I have got a barcode you, and everything. Have you, say you done it's not official. jury duty before? Yes, I have. Okay, I, I've never been on a jury. I was an alternate, mm-hmm. and the case got settled before we actually went to trial. Okay, but it, that was that was fun. Have so, you answered this summons? Yeah, yeah. I, I and did you the question, said yes. I did the questionnaire and I said I'm ready to go, guys. Let's do this. So Put now you're just in. waiting for instructions on when. you Yeah, have I got to report uh, next Tuesday. Do you no. report? Yeah. Do you report directly to the hotel? <laughs> I, do, I do the call in, and then and then the the you know I go to the the courtroom, mm-hmm. and then if they choose me, which they will, because you know me. of course you're because sure. right. um, yeah. yes. if they were arrested, they probably did it. Yeah, the one thing I hope that was you scary, say that in the interview. By the way, <laughs> the one thing that was scary is they ask you if you have any like criminal past, and I'm like, uh, I don't think so. I don't remember. So I was like, you I, could have. So I, like, what if I go and then they take me to jail? They're like, oh, we found something in you. That would be the best. <laughs> that would be crazy. Would really like, be this would be the best setup That would be ever. a whole different hotel. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely, Mr. Sanchez. We definitely do have some chicken tenders in here. <laughs> this is one of those things where we have peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Come on into the hotel room. <laughs> they it's just, gorgeous. Where they just lure all of the criminals in. <laughs> Maybe. And yeah. it's a bust. Uh, oh, man. You'll right, love let it. Let me ask a final question because we're almost out of time yes. here. Let's go around the room. If you were, conv- if you were uh, accused of a crime and uh, went to jury, would you want Dave Sanchez on your jury? Assuming we don't, you know, we don't know each other, he would be allowed to serve on the jury. You know, hmm. is a is a guy can, like Dave the kind of guy that. you want on a jury? I can answer that because I think Dave's being funny now, and I think he would be a good juror. Yeah. Once you're there and you're in the court, and you're, I think he would probably step up. Allie, I'm sorry, he would step up. <laughs> you want a guy like Dave on a jury? I feel like he'd he'd probably share his chicken fingers. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just think it'd be funny if he had pizza delivered directly to the courthouse <laughs> in, in mid argument. I think he'd be fine. He'll take it serious. He likes CSI and stuff, right? You like? I do. Him. Yeah, he loves I love blue, blue bloods. Blood, blue yeah. bloods. Yeah. Ian, how about you? <laughs> uh, yeah, I think so too. What I think surprise. woke Dave. I don't think I would have wanted Dave from two years ago. Yeah, but I think I woke know. Dave. I think is is invested. Social justice Mexican. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, I'm ready to convict guys. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Kevin, you're bringing us something very special. I have a jingle prepared for you. Okay. Royal Family. Because you now, like the rest of us, have caught the Royal Family fever. I haven't as much as... The Royal Family is bulls... Oh, that that is very different. I have a bunch of rules that the Royal Family has to follow. Okay. According to Marie Claire magazine. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, there were 50. I just picked, like, not that many. But some of them are ridiculous, and some of them, one of them is awesome, and I want to put it into my own life. Okay. So this is protocol. If you're a member of the Queen's family, these are things you have to do or not do. Yes. Okay. When the Queen stands, you stand. Fair okay. enough. Okay, understandable. She's no the one, matriarch. Why not? No one can eat after the Queen has finished her meal. Oh, dear. When dining as a family, after the Queen has taken her last bite, everyone stops eating. Nonsense, right? That's insane because she's she's an older woman. She can't be eating as much as usual. <laughs> right. <laughs> you think the younger members are just shoveling it in? Shoveling it in as fast <laughs> as they can? Oh, no, she stopped, damn it! 
Yes, I do. It's it's like a game show at dinner time. It's a race against the clock. You are just keep it keep it an eye out, out of the corner of your eye to make sure the queen doesn't put her fork down. You are not starting with veggies. Uh no. no. Hey, does the queen even feed herself? By the way, I uh, doesn't people, say people here. to do that. Probably okay. people. Uh, bowing and curtsying is a requirement. Men of the royal family perform a neck bow while women curtsy when meeting the queen. Mm-hmm. Doesn't seem like a lot of effort PD, for the dudes. PDA is looked down upon, especially while traveling. The royal family must refrain from even holding hands. Oh. Approval is needed before a proposal. Mm-hmm. But this is like hardcore, if she says no, the answer is no approval. Oh, Not dear. just, you know, asks, you know, one of the parents that may not agree. Right. Uh, Go ahead. By the way, if uh, if she says no, it's <clears throat> off with the head of whoever's oh, not right. getting in, married into the family, I think. Until 2011, the royal family was prohibited from marrying a Roman Catholic. Really? Did you know that? I did not. Okay. Uh, the family isn't allowed to sign autographs or take selfies. Okay. The family can't eat shellfish. What? Shellfish is off limits to the family, mainly because it is more than likely to cause food poisoning than any other food. But wait a minute! Millions so they can't of people, eat shellfish. Billions of people around the world eat shellfish all the time. Right, but they're not in the royal family. Because Let me back up to selfie talk. For the a second. royal family is bulls. Yeah, selfie talk. What must it be like, especially for? Is it Megan? It's mm-hmm. Megan, right? What must it be like, especially for her, who was a an American, yeah. and an actress, and a twenty-something-year-old woman who probably took selfies all the time, like most of us do. And then all of a sudden, marry into this family and not be allowed to take a selfie anymore. Do you remember when they were courting and she had taken a selfie with somebody as they were walking along one of those like meet and greet lines? Right. And it was an international scandal. And that's when she was told, no, no, no selfies whatsoever. And she talked about how it's so different. It's something that she's always done through her career. You can't, you- you can't touch a royal like on the arm, anywhere. Anywhere. So okay. if you were to take a picture, you can't put your arm around, nothing. No touching. Yeah. Uh, women mu- must wear hats to all formal events. The fancier, the better. This is my favorite part. After 6 p.m., hats are off and tiaras are on. Oh, jeez. If the event is held indoors after 6 p.m., w- women must swap out their hats for tiaras. Is that the rule you want to introduce no. to your own life? <laughs> tiaras must be angled properly. Oh, sure. Although tiaras were traditionally worn toward the front of the head, the modern style is worn further back on the head at a degree of 45-degree uh, angle. Oh, oh man. Got to keep up with the time. That's a rule. There's math involved. The queen's breakfast menu is non-negotiable. This is surprising. Every morning she has English breakfast tea followed by cornflakes. Huh. Would you have thought she cornflakes? No. Uh, speaking of her preferences, garlic is not allowed at Buckingham Palace. Oh, oh she's a vampire. It's rumored that the queen hates garlic, so no dishes at, Bar- uh, at Buckingham Palace are made with the ingredient. I think Bean's right. She's a vampire. She's a vampire, That's you guys. So Neither are potatoes, rice, and pasta. <gasps> she Boy, has strict she carbs. She has strict rules against eating potatoes, rice, or pasta for dinner. That's insane. That's Oh my point! <laughs> Look, I was totally with you with the curtsying and the bowing. But once you start taking away my pasta, no, sir. You cannot turn your back on the queen. After a conversation with the queen has ended, she's the first to leave. No one is allowed to turn their back to her. I have seen in many movies and TV shows people backing out of a room to yes, avoid yes. turning around and walking out and putting their back to the queen. Oh, my gosh. Crazy, right? 
Yeah. Here's the one I want to do because this is a good, whatever sign I will use. She says, uh, if the queen moves her purse to her right arm, her staff must cut off the conversation. Oh, that's How great brilliant. would that be? That's so brilliant. The queen uses her purse to send signals to her staff. If she moves the uh, purse to her left arm from her right, it's a hint that she's real uh, ready to finish the conversation. Mm-hmm. So wow. wrap it up. There are a lot of couples, I think, that have a signal between them. Get me out of oh, this. Oh, right? yeah. I mean, that's the way to go. That's, yeah, so yeah, that's yeah. a. Go- I, I'm down with that one. Right. Of course, okay. she doesn't need a driver's license. She's the only one that doesn't need a driver's license. Although she does drive. The Queen's... Right, exactly. That's my point. Um, The Queen's dogs are always prepared gourmet meals. Um, It's no secret that the Queen loves her corgis. Unlike your pets, hers are required to have gourmet meals prepared daily by the in-house chef and delivered by a servant. That's nice work if you can get it, man. Right? Mm. And finally, and this may be the weirdest one... Monopoly is a forbidden board game amongst the royal family. What? You pull out a Monopoly board, you're out. <laughs> why? They, Does it say why? Quite possibly the weirdest rule, the royal family can't play Monopoly. I guess it go, I, I did actually search why can't the royal family yeah, play Monopoly. Deep dive. Apparently it was people got overheated in a Monopoly game a while back. <laughs> like they got into a fight. No. And yes, and the queen goes, no more. <laughs> and so Monopoly is outlawed in the royal family. We are uh, lucky enough to have Queen Elizabeth II working with us here on the show. So <laughs> I would just like to get a reaction, uh, Your Highness, on these rules that we've just described on our radio show. All these rules are in place because I'm better than you. Fair enough. The royal family is bulls. Kevin and Bean on K Rock. K R O Q. Why are you so excited? <laughs> Why are you so excited, Edge Kevin? Of my seat. Can't wait. <laughs> Come on, you guys. Bean got scammed. Look, look, look. I consider myself a savvy person. Do you? <laughs> I do. Uh, I'm about to prove that I'm not. Right. But we all struggle with a person comes to you i don't care whether it's at your home or you're at the gas station or on the street or at a stoplight we all struggle with somebody asking you for money yes we all have a million thoughts that go through our thoughts that go you know what he's probably he could be telling the truth and he might really need it and it's the right thing to do and i can afford it and i'm gonna go ahead and give it but then you got that other devil on your shoulder that's saying he's totally just scamming you he's ripping off he's gonna use that to buy ripple which, by the way, is a great, is a great <laughs> reference to a liquor I don't think they've sold in 30 years. <laughs> wow. I hate to give him. If he's buying Ripple, I'm giving Wait, him money. Guys, don't I buy into this. Don't buy into this. He's changing the focus. Yes, don't buy into oh, this. You're right. I know you're this right. now. I know his mm-hmm. methods. Okay. Stay right. on topic. Stay okay. on topic. All right. So, you, I, again, you all sympathize with the struggle, right? Sure. You want to be a good person, but yes. you don't want to be a sucker, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. So, Friday. Friday afternoon around 5.30, the doorbell rings at my home. Very unusual for people to come to my house. Um, so I has a- no one over ever. I do, not often, although I did have a lady come by with a possum yesterday, and we spent a lovely afternoon. Of course, if you have a weird animal, you're in. <laughs> so, I was getting uh, scammed, I, not the craziest thing of your day. <laughs> so I opened up the door, and there's a man standing on the porch. And by the way, on Twitter, at Kevin and Bean, Dave retweeted the photo that I got from my Ring video. So you can actually see this guy. So he's standing. Bean got scammed by Ving Rains. Looks just like Ving He does look does. like Ving Rains, yeah. yes. So he says to me, he says, I do some work for your neighbor next door, Miss Janet. And uh, you probably seen my truck out here before. 
I had something happen with, I, I don't remember what the exact phrase was he used, but he somehow lost all the oil in his truck. Like something happened to his oil pan okay. and, all, and he lost all the oil in his truck. And he said, I, I just need to, I'm walking over to the Walgreens to get some oil and I got a guy who will put it in for me and fix the oil pan for 11 bucks. So I, I, so I want to buy three cans of oil and I want to have a guy f- fix the oil pan for me. All okay. Right? Go but ahead. at that point, did you think... There's no person on the planet that's going to fix that for 11 bucks. I did think that. Okay. But I also thought, he's coming at me with, I work next door to you. Right, so go ask her. We're the neighbor that you know, she's not there. She's at, they're out of town oh. most of the time. So he, you know, he does maintenance, yard maintenance and stuff for these people. Okay. So I thought, well, if he's in the neighborhood, he knocked on my door because his truck is right out in front of her house next to mine. And it's a plausible story that he could need money to buy oil. Hold on, let me go talk to my wife. So I go in and I say to her, here's what's going you on. You leave she him comes, outside, right? He's standing on the front porch. Okay. Right? <laughs> so checking. she comes out and she says, Yeah, totally, absolutely. Happy to give you happy to give you the money. He says She's way nicer than you are. Yeah. He takes well, yeah. He <laughs> takes, and he then he takes it to the next level and he says, Look, I'm gonna give you my watch. I want you to hang on to my watch because if I don't bring this money back, I want you to keep it. This watch is worth six hundred dollars. Oh, so he said a loan. He was asking you for a loan? He says he well, can bring the money te- back. Technically, he's using Bean as a pawn shop. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And by the way, the first thing I thought is, there's no way this guy has a $600 watch. There just is it. This is a New York City scam where that watch costs 20 bucks, and he pretends it's a $600 watch. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. So Donna says, give him the money. So I went to my wallet, and I pulled out 25 bucks, and I came back, and I gave it to him, and I said, this is- I thought it was $11. Why 25 That's what he said. I was giving him the money for the oil. I said, oh, here's the money for the oil. This will get you the three quarts of oil. And he said, I need the extra 11 bucks to have it put in and, and get fixed. And I said, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay. And I feel it. I'm already, it's already going through my mind. Rip off, rip off, rip off, rip off. But Donna is there and she's like, oh, you know, we're happy to help. If there's anything we can do, glad to see you. How are you enjoying working? I mean, she's having this conversation with him because, you know, she hasn't seen a human being right. in six months. Right? <laughs> That's true, yeah. So I go back and get some more money out of the wallet. So I ended up giving him 40 bucks. And he says, and by the way, not that it matters, I have all of this on video because he's standing on my front porch in front of my ring. And the last thing he says I just want to recap. If you don't mind, he yeah. asked you for eleven dollars. Mm-hmm. You gave him forty. Well, he asked me for no. He asked me for three quarts of oil at seven something each. That's twenty five bucks, and then the other oh, eleven. Okay, all right. Yeah, I got for you. the insulation and whatnot. So the last thing he says as he's walking away, uh, you know, uh, off the porch is sucker. It, no, <laughs> he says it'll be too late tonight, but I'll be back here first thing tomorrow morning to give your forty dollars back. I can't thank you enough. Thank you, thank you. And he walks away, mm-hmm. and. I've then he went to your next door neighbor and he said, I'm out of oil. Believe me, I've fought that too. (laughs) I have run this over in my head a thousand times trying to figure out, you know, how how he got away with it, why I fell for it. There's so many follow up questions that I could have asked, like, uh, why don't you have a credit card, for instance? (laughs) You can buy oil and get it fixed with a credit card, right? Right. Maybe that's a rude thing to ask. I don't know, but I feel like that would have been a solution for him. I mean, the guy's got a steady job working next door. Why don't you have a credit card? Well, maybe some people don't have credit cards. What I should have done is I should have said, hey, happy to help, but just so I don't forget you, let me take a picture of your ID. Boom. Which I think would have been smart had I thought of it at the time, pre-$40. All of these, these, the idiot store called, thinking about them later. But he had the watch, the $500 watch. (laughs) Yeah, right, exactly. 
so then we get in this whole conversation with me and with Donna. And by the way, I felt in my gut that he was never coming back. But my my uh, weekend guest visiting from Colorado, Paul, was there and Donna was there. And they both said you absolutely did the right thing. Even if you got scammed, you can afford it. And this guy's life is reduced to ringing doorbells and asking for money. Mm -hmm. But on the off chance that he was telling the truth, you did a really nice thing for somebody who really needed the help. So just forget about it. Don't worry about it. The the issue isn't whether he comes back or not. The issue is that you did the right thing by giving him the money. To which I say, bullshit. <laughs> it's easy for you to say, wasn't your 40 bucks? Is he my is 40 a cheap dollars. bastard. So 40 well, bucks is a lot for him. But you, you don't want to just give away $40. Uh, Bean? Yes, dear. Is your neighbor's name Miss Janet? Yes. Hmm. Okay. Some research. I, Janet I, Scott. Oh, next so door, that yes. was the selling point for I, you? I feel like this is legit. I really do. If but, it's legit, but he didn't I, come back. He said he Friday at 5. He's, he he's, didn't come back. Have you checked your mailbox? Yes. Really? Saturday, he didn't come back. <laughs> Sunday, he didn't come back. Now, huh. my friend Paul says, you know what I think? I think he will come back the next, next time, time he's working. Next time he has to go to Miss Janet's. Next time he's at Miss Janet's house, he's going to say, here's the money you owe me. Yeah. Well, or the next time he needs to swindle someone out of $40. <laughs> <laughs> and so, so, I mean, believe me, I'm going to be sitting out on the porch every minute after this show is done waiting for that goddamn blue truck with all the oil to show up. <laughs> he's never going to show up. Because he doesn't work at Miss Janet's either. I you ran think- out of gas, by the way, is a very common scam at the it gas is. station. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. And by the way, and we've all had that, and, and I've been at a gas station just like you have when somebody has walked up with the puppy dog sad eyes and said, oh, I just need a couple of dollars for gas. Yeah. And you just go, beat it, kid. Because you know they're scamming you. You know it. But this- you knew this guy was scamming you. I felt he was, I mean, I definitely had my guard up. I wasn't like completely being blindsided mm-hmm. by it. But then I also had Donna and my friend Paul saying, it's the right thing to do. My friend Paul said, Jesus says give. He doesn't say don't give if it's a scam. He just well, says give. Beat it, Paul. Right? <laughs> I mean, come so, on. So how much of a sucker am I? Do I have any cover on this that doesn't make me look like an idiot? Oh, Anderson's <laughs> laughing. I mean, on, Anderson. I, I don't think you have cover. <laughs> I wasn't. <laughs> now, this is just rubbing it in now. Come on. Is there any part of you that would have given the guy with that story 40 bucks? Absolutely. Really? Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm a no. Yeah, if he said he worked next door and you've seen his truck there. Had you seen his truck there? I haven't, but Donna says she has. She says, oh, yeah, yeah, I've seen the blue truck there. Oh, then maybe if my wife is telling me that she's seen the truck. I'm sorry, who, Jensen? Oh, sorry. My wife. Okay. <laughs> if she tells me that she uh, has need, seen the truck, yeah, then I'm in. Uh, that mm-hmm. that is a lot of that of is points. the fa- yeah, yeah. That's a good also, point. Also, I have a yeah. five hundred dollar watch, so who cares? <laughs> <laughs> the Kevin and Bean Show, world famous K Rock. Remember the good old days when I had forty bucks? <laughs> <laughs> My friend Paul, who was there, we were just talking about it. How I got scammed out of a guy who said he needed oil and someone to change it for him. Ask for 40 bucks at my front door. Here's what Paul says. I think it's better to be a sucker than it is to become so cynical that you turn away people who may be in real need. You can't complain about how hard-hearted people are, have become, and then be hard-hearted. Well, is what he says. So uh, he thinks even if it was a scam, it was it was worth it to err on the side of decency. I think okay. that's great. Uh, yeah. Along those lines, Eddie Miller on Twitter says, Bean is complaining about getting scammed for 40 bucks. I was scammed out of five minutes of my life with that story. <laughs> <laughs> and well, Sarah tweeted that that guy probably didn't even own the truck. 
It's oh. possible that the truck that your wife saw was there, mm-hmm. uh-huh. but that guy didn't own it. Had but, nothing to do with that, dude. Right. But no. Miss Tina. Right. Or whoever. Uh, Miss Tina. Whatever. <laughs> so this guy was so good, he earned his 40 bucks. He Congrats. did a magic trick for it. Sort of. Okay. (laughs) All right. Jensen, you've been doing a little research about a topic we've been having off here. In fact, I bet a lot of Americans have been having this topic, uh, this conversation after the Golden Globes the other night. When you saw shows like the Kaminsky Method Mm -hmm. win Golden Globes, when you saw, I mean, for many people, the marvelous, uh, the, uh, what's it called? Marvelous Adventures of Mrs. Maisel. Mm -hmm. For most most people haven't seen that show, even though it's in its second season, right? So there's a lot of content out there from lots of different places. You're streaming stuff all over the place. Yeah. 500 channels. But here's what I would say is that we pay probably closer attention than most people. Have to. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. To Agreed. TV. Yes. In particular. And mm-hmm. for us not to have ever heard one is sort of shocking. Not one of us have. Yeah. As- if, if you're driving down Sunset Boulevard at any point, they have these large billboards now uh, down the street. They're very large. There are TV shows that they switch out every few days. Mm-hmm. You'll, you'll think <laughs> it's a 30 Rock episode where like the posters are fake TV shows. Right. It is an insane universe we live in where there is too much TV. I have spent the last... Two hours writing down television shows that are currently on the air that I don't know. Uh, You've exists. never heard of. No. Okay. And I'm on page five. Wow. And we, we had to do the segment, so I had to stop. But there are things. Do you know that there's a show called The Kids Are All Right on ABC? Yes. Okay. But do you know it? Like, that's one person in the room. I've heard of it, but I know nothing about that's it. That's one with Michael Cudlitz. Oh, that's a name oh, you just really? made up. Uh, <laughs> do you know the show Instinct? No, no. No. That's with Alan Cummings on CBS. Oh. He's a, and Instinct with Alan Cummings. A, a great actor. Great I've actor. never heard of that before. Do you know of a show called Pink Collar Crimes on CBS entering its second Stop season? Stop it. No. 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 That's not a thing. Yes, that's produced by Marsha Clark. That's Pink. a thing. By the way, so far he's telling us network shows yeah. that network. we haven't heard oh, of. I, I could do it on network forever also. Do you guys know about, uh, this is off network, but do you guys know about the show Legacies? No. It's on, that's on CW. Legacy. I have been doing this, I swear to God, for an hour, and I'm sure a lot of these are really, really good mm-hmm. because we're in prime television. You know what I mean? Like, it's better than movies, in my opinion, in most people's opinions. And yet, there are things, for example, uh, like, for example, Smilf. What? Yes. What? Uh, my wife watches Smilf. Yeah. People love Smilf. Mm-hmm. It's on yeah. Showtime, it's been nominated for awards, it's incredible, but you know what? I'm never going to watch Smilf. It's just there's too much TV. There's too much TV. Or a thing called The Last Kingdom on Netflix. Never heard of it. Three seasons. No. Three seasons. <laughs> well, now, hold on, Jensen. <laughs> yeah. Once we're getting into Netflix, okay. they intentionally flood the marketplace with more shows than any human can keep up with. Well, that's fine. But how about Trial and Error over at NBC? Nope. That's uh-uh. with Kristen Chenoweth in its second season. Huh. It's already been on for a whole season. And people go, oh, HBO. I love HBO. I watch everything on it. Oh, yeah? You up on Random Acts of Flyness? <laughs> no. Because that's the show <laughs> nope. in its second season. That's my autobiography. <laughs> that's the second season. High Maintenance, third season on, on HBO. My Brilliant Friend just got renewed. What's happening? I can't believe My Brilliant Friend is a show. That's happening. Sally Forever? <laughs> is that? Oh, is that the British one? Uh, Good question, because I'll never answer it. There's too much TV. <laughs> well, well, here's the problem. There's a show called Sally Forever. The problem is, if you want to watch Sally Forever, you have to give up something else because you don't have enough time. There's no way. Uh, by the way, if I told you a few years ago, five years ago, I go, guys, Maya Rudolph. Oh, Sally Forever. It, it's very cute. It's a British show. It's very cute. 
Not going to watch it. Okay. Yeah, Don't same. care how cute it is. If I would have told you Maya Rudolph and Fred Armisen have a show on Amazon where they get their own creative control to do whatever they want, you'd be like, oh, I'll sit in front of the TV for it. You haven't. It's called Forever. It's on Amazon. None of you have watched it. I I've watched no. it. I haven't. Bean? Uh, I know of it. I have not watched it. New Amsterdam? Uh, you know, I'd like to, but you know why I haven't? Too much TV. Too much, Too much TV. TV. New Amsterdam on NBC? I didn't know about that show until I saw the commercial mm-hmm. for it during the Golden Globes this weekend. <laughs> I said, that's the dude from the blacklist is now exactly. a doctor. Bean, yeah. what's your favorite TV show of last year? Uh, probably Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Oh, because I heard it was a show called Seal Team. No, that's me. Oh, it's your favorite <laughs> that's show. That's me, yes. I've never even heard of Seal Team. <laughs> Seal Team. <laughs> that's your favorite show? It is. I, my, it, it, there's a tie. Like, I love that, and I love Mayans, and I love Animal Kingdom, but we couldn't put all of them up. Well, you did the one that doesn't exist, in my I opinion. I love it. Black Lightning, that's on CW for two seasons. There's a show called For the People on ABC. Didn't know that existed. Never heard of it? Yeah. That is a bunch of prosecutors or something, or legal <laughs> law students. Sounds great. Did you come like up that. with that from the title? <laughs> the Rookie. Oh, sure. I don't yeah. know. Sure? What do you yeah, mean, sure? no, that. Nathan Fillion. Right? Nathan yeah. Fillion, yeah, oh, on ABC. Yeah. Okay. Still, we should all know these things. Yeah, agreed. Splitting Up Together, I said that one. Station 19. Oh, Splitting Up Together is with uh, Hudson. How do you know it's very all this? Cute. She doesn't. Cute by the way, she's not watching the shows. No, I have seen that one. What? What? One episode? Yes. That's nothing. <laughs> I'm very busy. Station nineteen. Got to be a firefighter. Don't show. know yeah. it. Two seasons on ABC. Okay, guys, I could do this literally wow. all day. All right, yeah. let's take phone calls from people who have who enjoy TV shows that probably we haven't heard of. Like, like, you, or your friends haven't heard of. Yeah. Here's the thing. You are suggesting to us. Because we have very limited time, and right. as we all know, there is too much TV. Right. You're suggesting to us a TV show. We then decide if you're right. Seems <laughs> <laughs> okay. fair. Now, right. we decide that based on what? Our own judgment. Because okay. as you know, there is too much TV, and now we have to decide if this show falls into our schedule mm-hmm. or not. Because these are all crazy titles. We so can make them up. Maybe a quick premise, and yeah. if it has a star, we might know that type of thing. Tell me about it. We're, okay. at, we're at the water cooler, and you're okay. like, did you see this? All right, and because most what, of your friends haven't heard of it. No, or, or really anything. Right. Yeah, just tell me what show I should be watching, okay. and we'll explain to you if you're an idiot about it, <laughs> or if you're right. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, also, keep in, mind, keep in mind that our parents had two TV shows. It was MASH. That's true, yeah. And like the Honeymooners. But way fewer TV shows, that's the thing. Yeah. Now there's lucky. too much TV. Yeah. 1-800-520-1067. That's the number. 1-800-520-1067. What's the show no one's ever heard of that we need to know about, that we need to bump something from our regular schedule to watch your show instead? Yeah. And Jensen, I'm just going to start it off with tidying up. I mean, I don't know what else they're watching, but tidying up's the one that needs to be out the front of the, the forefront of the watching, that right? That does spark joy for me. If you didn't hear yesterday, it's on Netflix, and that's a show where a Japanese woman. She's an expert in uh, in tidying up, in, in basically setting up your house in the most minimalist way. She comes into your house and she fixes it for you. Fixes your clothing. I don't have time for that. I'm watching SEAL Team. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell you that there's not enough TV. I enjoy tidying up. 1-800-520-1067. We'll take your calls on this next on K-Rock. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Let's take one phone call. Let's make it Merrick. Good morning, Merrick. What's up, Kevin and Bean? Well, B2. we're living in the age of too much TV. What show do we not know about that we should bump something we do know about to watch? Well, you should watch uh, Hoonigan Files on Amazon. What? Not, not a real show. Wait, what is it? <laughs> what is it? Hoonigan. Hoonigan? Yep, yep. It's not a real There's show. There's a show called um, Hoonigan. I think he's saying yep, Hooligan. Files Are you trying to say Hooligan? No. No. Hoonigan with the N, not the L. Hoonigan. Okay. That's not a show. What's it What's it about, Merrick? 
It's a docu-series about a, about a YouTube channel. <laughs> All right, Mary. This is mad lips. By the way, he's not wrong. Really? Yeah. The Hoonigan Files takes you behind the scenes of Ken Block and the Hoonigans. Stop it, Merrick. too much TV. Get off my phone, Merrick. We'll take some more calls. Cut up next on K-Rock. There's too much TV, you guys. Too much. Yeah. But apparently not enough music. <laughs> we uh, are taking your calls at 1-800-520-1067. Here's one, Allie, I think you'll like. Yeah. I'm Sorry, starring <gasps> Andrea Savage, produced by Will Ferrell, one of the funniest shows I've seen in the last five years. Second season starts this month. First season in that, on Netflix. You will love it, guaranteed. Uh, Has anyone heard never of I'm Sorry? Uh, I'm Sorry is one of the best shows ever. You can catch up on season one right now on Netflix. Season two, I believe, starts tomorrow. <laughs> Before we go back to the calls, I've asked assistant producer Christine to come in because she apparently has shows in this category that she insists Mm -hmm. are great, that we're missing out, but we've never heard of them. All right. So I very rarely watch show shows. Basically, it's sports or a couple animated shows that I like. And if it's not Bob's Burgers or Rick and Morty, I'm usually not into it. Okay. But there is this new animated show called Final Space that is so cute. Not a show. Too it much is TV. awesome. Final Space is Final the name. Space. Describe. Mm. So uh, there's an sentence. astronaut uh-huh. um, who gets put on and basically spaceship jail, and so it's. And it's like good versus evil, and so good. Right. Um, the second one, and I wasn't one of the girls who. Ever Ever thought this guy was uh, a Jensen Hollywood hunk? Please go on. But this show, Yellowstone, which is Kevin Costner's mm-hmm. show, is so good. It's so no, so that good. Is way too much TV. I don't for think that's Yellowstone. A thing. It is a totally thing. I think it's on Paramount, and it <laughs> I is. I think it's so... on Paramount. It's one of her favorite shows. That's how much TV there is. <laughs> I think it's on Paramount. I no, love I it. stream it. So I don't know, but it's um, it's so beautifully Are shot. Are you sure that show is still airing with the government shutdown though? <laughs> that's a good point. All right, let's go back to your calls. One eight hundred five two zero one zero six seven. I want to start on line no one, please. Dan and Pico Rivera. He's uh, he's calling in with a show that I am a strong no to if it actually exists. How dare you, Dan? Hey, good morning, everyone. Good morning. Thanks for calling. What's the TV show? All right, so there's a show on Netflix, and it's called Nailed It. Mm-hmm. And Nailed it. It's a cooking show. Now I've seen all the cooking shows, like Gordon Ramsay yelling "You don't gain," all kind of stuff like that. What I like about this show is that you have amateurs trying to do professional cooking, mm-hmm. and they're not good, and it comes out janky. Like so you're saying amateurs aren't good chefs? <laughs> but wait, I don't want to watch professionals cook. <laughs> Why would I want to watch amateurs cook? I love Nailed It. It's- what? I love the it. same reason you watch uh, American Idol in the first couple episodes. You love that trash the badness? for the crap. Yes. So they make fun of each other. Uh, the the hosts definitely trash the the contestants. And those and hosts the contestants realize. Oh, I'm sorry. I was going to say those hosts being Nicole Byers and Jacques Torres. Who are amazing. Oh, okay. Two names oh, made up. No, also, uh, if I wanted to see bad cooking, I'd cook. <laughs> right. uh, Dan and Allie will be happy to pay for a date if you'd like to go out together and discuss it without us having to listen to it. Let's go to line three, please. This is going to be Mandy. She's in North Hollywood again with another made up show that doesn't exist. Hey, Mandy. Hey, it does exist. It's on Netflix. It's called The Travelers. Nope. The nope. Travelers? Made it up. That's not a, not right. a thing. One sentence. Tell us what it is. Okay, Eric McCormick plays the main character, and he and his team come back from the future into the 21st century because we have messed up the world so bad 
they enter people's bodies from their AI tech and they try to change and save the world. It's just not a thing. You are very creative to come up with that lie on the top of your head. Come on, Mandy. I can't believe this. Thank you for the call. No, no, no. You don't get to keep talking, Mandy. You go back to the 19th century when there was one TV show. Get out of here. All right. Give me some Ricky, please. Corona Line 4 up next on the Kevin B Show. This is insane how many programs there are. Hey, Ricky. Hey, what's up, guys? So there's a uh, show on Hulu. It's called uh, Letter Kenny. And basically, <laughs> Wait, what's uh, it called? <laughs> Letter it's, it's called it's called Letter Kenny. So Letter Kenny is a fictional town in Ontario, Canada. And basically, what it is is these Canadian hicks. And all they do, the show is all they do is. They sit around, drink beer, smoke cigarettes, and fight people. That's all it is. I have full support behind Letter Kenny. What? You've seen awesome. it? No, yeah. it's not, it's not, it's not, I love Letter Kenny. Too much I'm TV. not even real, sure real, real. Ontario, Canada is real. <laughs> much less Letter Kenny. <laughs> it's, it's, what Come is on. going on? What? Too much TV is what's going on. All oh, right. Dear. We got time for one more. Let's make it, uh, I don't know. Who do you guys like? You I, like uh, I've Lauren? never, I'm looking at it. I can't imagine that. Line 7 has a real TV show. Let's go to Line 7, then. This is going to be Lauren. She's in Long Beach, our final call. Hey, Lauren. Hey. What's your fault's TV show that you're calling about? Okay, so I think it's a new show. It's called (laughs) You. It's on Netflix, just like Y-O-U. It's basically about... It's Penn Badgley, and he's this stalker who kind of meets this girl in the first episode, and most of the dialogue in the show is just his brain, his thoughts, like what he's thinking. He's, like, super crazy anyways he like follows her home stalks her social media starts learning everything he can about her life kills her man and like and eventually starts dating her and it's called and you it's called, it's called you y-o-u you know what i'm gonna say it's, something very rare here i think there's enough tv for you she kind of sold me on it <laughs> really so you want to watch that a little bit i don't know he take so he starts dating the girl who he was stalking and killed her boyfriend Yes, and he just, he's so good at just kind of digging into social media, learning little intricacies about her life and kind of using it to manipulate her. I, I got all my friends watching it wow, literally this, this week. It's pretty good. Lauren, this sounds like a crazy huh. documentary. It's a good, it sounds cool. Is it a documentary? No, it's not a documentary. Oh, I don't want to watch it. There's too much TV. Show. Get it out of here. Get out of here, kid. <laughs> it's Kevin and Bean. you Rock Carol Here's what's happening. I need to share this with you because my mind is blown with this. Okay. We get an invite to a wedding. If it's not someone we just love, we're usually like, oh, man, I got an invite to this wedding. It's not something that you really want to go to. You don't to. look forward to other people's weddings most, unless you love them. Right. Yeah. Most likely. Um, what if you saw this post? Since both... And it's crossed out, but we'll call him Jim. Since both Jim and I are mathematicians, our wedding, which is coming up soon, will be perfused with mathematical tidbits. <laughs> For example, at the dinner, guests will be required to answer a mathematical question in order to find out where they sit. No, señor! No, señor! No, señor! <laughs> Who's going to go to that less than alley? So it says uh, a very large number of our guests have research-level mathematical backgrounds. Most of them, blah, 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 will know the answer to the question. And then it said, the difficulty in subject matter drawn directly from what we know their mathematical background to be. So if I was invited, right. they'd basically be like, Allie, you're at table four. Like, we're not <laughs> even going to give you a question. There's a two plus two, and then you would say... 
Uh, four. four. I'm at table four. Right. I'd look around, though. <laughs> um, so people are posting what they would do. Like, I'm saying no to this wedding. Um, others saying it's cringy and a great way to make sure your guests feel inadequate, insulted. Mm-hmm. Uh, great way to know you're at the kids' table. It's maybe, just- they, maybe they're super cheap and they just don't want people to come. Maybe this is their way of going, hey, we're celebrating, but you have to work through all through the whole thing. Yeah. The only <laughs> math like, I care uh, about, it's $60 per person. <laughs> <laughs> so decide. Have you ever heard of something so insane? No, those are nerds. No. Do, do, do we need all of that? <laughs> we no, do not. We don't. We don't <laughs> at all. Did you guys see the commercial over the holidays where Macaulay Culkin was back and he was doing the whole Home Alone? Yes. Amazing, right? For Google Home, right? For Google Home. It was such a fun commercial, and it was fun to see him going back to Home Alone, which he kind of shuns. And is like, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to do anything about it. Whatever. And I feel like since then, he's been super funny at Twitter. Like, he's kind of taken on this whole life um, on Twitter. And I don't know if you followed him at all during the Golden Globes, but he was um, kind of live tweeting the red carpet, and he... (laughs) He said, OS, my brother is at the Golden Globes? That is so cool. Then a little while goes by, holy ass, Kieran is nominated? What is secession? <laughs> and then the next tweet, man, I should really answer his calls more often. <laughs> That's funny. But my favorite one, when Kieran lost to Ben Winshaw, he wrote, the show is rigged. I was totally pulling for Henley Winkler. <laughs> he's just funny on Twitter. I Who enjoy knew? that. Yeah, the last year he's really embraced kind of the Macaulay Culkin you want him to really? be. He like showed up and wrestled in the valley and did all Home Alone moves with like a pail and na- like oh. like r- little race cars. I mean, he's really embraced it. I it's love kind it. of adorable. I love it. He was uh, kidding over the holidays when he did a, a poll among his followers about changing his middle name, though, right? Yeah. Yes, but he, the answer, the poll ended with him making his name Macaulay Culkin. Macaulay, Macaulay Culkin Culkin. Yeah. So he's yeah. decided his middle name is Macaulay Culkin. I like it. It flows. He's very funny. He's very funny. Speaking of funny, Jim Carrey. So he uh, he stepped out on the red carpet at a party right before the Golden Globes with his co-star from Kidding, Ginger Gonzaga. What do we think of that, Bean? Who does Ginger play on the show? She is the one uh, that had cancer on the show. Oh. Yeah. She seems awfully young for him. Well, she's in her 30s. He's 56. Hollywood. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, But at that party, it was uh, the Showtime Golden Globes party. He told InStyle that he was looking forward to the pajama party at the end of the night. (laughs) And then he went to the Golden Globes where he thanked afterwards to Extra. Not bad for a first date. I just want first base tonight. I'm not looking to take the field. We get it. You're boning. Like what? <laughs> Creepy. Jim, this is, come on. You're 56, dude. That's just weird. Am I the only one that doesn't find him funny at all? Oh, Jim Carrey was on a run. and Come on. Some oh, of the back best. in the day? Back in the day, yeah. the movies. Yeah. yeah. But I didn't think in person he was ever funny. Oh, I think he can be very sharp, very clever. Really? Yeah. I mean, it's hard for me to deny after his run. I mean, Ace Ventura, Dumb and I mean, Dumber, Cable mm-hmm. Guy. I mean, that run is like unheard of. But that yeah. was 25 years ago, wasn't it? But I still give it to him for okay. that. Yeah. yeah, but then again, he's really only done drama since. Really? I mean, you know, Truman Show right. and then this, this Showtime and show, right? Is that Showtime? Because there's yeah, too much Showtime, yeah. Showtime, great. The kidding is... is- 
fantastic. It's wonderful. And he's yeah. otherworldly in it. He's, yeah, that's the thing is, but he's, he's not really great. trying to be too funny anymore. Oh no, it's definitely not. There are parts of the show that are laugh out loud funny, but it's more of a real dark yeah. comedy. But I mean, yeah. his run uh, is is right, take it easy. You love him. Okay, all right, all right. folklore. <laughs> I was going to first base him. I was going to say, what's your sex metaphor for this? Yeah, I'm actually kind of mad about this uh, Ginger Gonzaga. I was trying to date Jim Carrey. Yeah. Okay, I get it. I get it. Bean, I'm sorry to uh, inform you that your Uh, 102-year-old girlfriend, um, Olivia de Havilland, uh, oh, no, she's still alive. Oh, wow. I worded that really badly. I mean, yeah, she did. Sorry about that. Um, The Supreme Court has said, ah, we're not taking your case. So... She had gone to the California Appeals Court um, asking that they uh, they do this case where uh, she was portrayed in the show Feud, where she says it was used illegally. Her likeness um, came across as vulgar and a gossip monger. So she sued. Mm-hmm. And uh, California Appeals Court threw out the lawsuit. And then it went to Supreme Court Whoa. somehow. And they're like, nope, that still stands. <laughs> we're <laughs> No we're, interest here. We Look, are not taking Olivia's it. got all the time in the world. She will wait it out. <laughs> <laughs> that might be true. Um, I don't know if you heard, uh, you're real up on your Oreo flavors, but last week they released Valentine's Oreos, like the conversation hearts, those chalky, chalky hearts that sure. are like, love me. Sure. Just weird stuff. But the hearts on the um, Oreos. <laughs> That's something about Allie that she thinks love me is a weird thing. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it says well, weird things on them, like love me <laughs> and take care of me. That was her only example. That's true. <laughs> You're right, Bean. I'm realist. <laughs> <laughs> well, they have come out with that Oreo, so it's that pink flavor inside, and then the um, the actual conversation hearts are in the cookie part. So that's that's thing one. Disgusting, okay. right? Probably doesn't, tastes like Necco wafers. Doesn't sound good. Just yeah. gross. Okay. I'm going to tell you that a lot of these bizarre Oreo flavors mm-hmm. don't have need to have, have been made. They well, really don't. that brings us Stick to, to the what sounds like the newest one. This is from an Instagram account, The Junk Food Aisle. They say that a limited edition buttered popcorn Oreo uh, is coming oh. soon. That's gross. Is popcorn not available anymore? Nope. You can only get it via Oreo. It's going to be weird at the movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're just in a big carton. That and just sounds butter terrible. It. Yeah, it doesn't sound great. Oof. That says weird things like, like me for the real me. <laughs> Did you see... Real, like, break down these walls, I'm worth it. <laughs> Did you, you know, see also like carrot cake Oreo coming? <laughs> yeah, carrot cake, I know. Is well. I, I don't hate that. Well, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. love carrot cake. I mean, but carrot, you can have carrot cake. Oh, it still exists. Yeah, it's, okay. yeah, it's a thing. Okay. It's weird it. things like, be my friend. Weird <laughs> <laughs> things like, accept me. <laughs> Check in with a text every once in a while. <laughs> Terrible stuff like that. I'm here for you when no one else is. Wait, what? What just happened? You guys. Well, I don't know. You'd have to ask your psychiatrist. <laughs> <laughs> says that, too, which is weird. It's a lot on that cookie. That's all I'm saying. Hey birthdays for you. Actresses Rachel Nichols, Gabby Hoffman. That's what's happening. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Should we do uh, Alley Dream Interpreter? Okay. Let's do it. What do they mean? Come on and tell me. Come on, let them know. Come on. Like a pickle? Why can't my boobs get bigger? Alley Dream Intrepid. 
understand what any of that has to do with dreams. Oh, it's been clear. We know, yeah. It's yeah? been cleared. It's all good. Okay. Yeah, don't worry about uh, it. Weird. Allie, how did you uh, how did you realize that you had this super special skill? Uh, we needed a segment, and I said, <laughs> "Hey, why don't I interpret dreams?" No, but you were you were good at it. I'm not bad at it. I'm just really in tune with uh, with people's feelings <laughs> and uh, what they may be feeling and not really accepting in their life. You know what I'm saying? I guess. Okay. <laughs> I don't buy it, but... No, you shouldn't. All right, I had a weird, weird, weird dream. Okay. Um, and I have to tell you about my brother. All right. Nicest, mm-hmm. kindest... Yes. ...person in the world. Quiet. Right. Never injects stuff that it, that's, that he doesn't need to. He's not a guy who has to talk all the time. Okay. When he does, it's funny. Uh-huh. But um, great relationship with him. Mm-hmm. Went to Phoenix over the holidays, spent time with him. Or pretended to like him. No, I mean, he's super like... I feel like is where we're headed with this. Mm. No, here's the thing. So, I had a dream two nights ago. And for some reason, he was attacking me with a knife. Oh. Now, when I say that, there's no one on this... Pl- if there was a list of people on this planet that would attack me with a knife, he would be at the very bottom. There's no possible way... What do you mean, if there was a list of people <laughs> on this planet that would attack you with a knife? It was super weird and in the dream I didn't understand it I was like why are you attacking me because it didn't make sense so then I found a knife and I stabbed him back oh this is bizarre right yeah so then I woke up and I was like wow that was weird and I went to the bathroom I went back to bed Mm -hmm. started the dream picked up right where it left off does that happen to you guys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dream picks Especially up? Especially the intense dreams. Yeah, you can close really? your eyes and it starts right back up. Right back up. I usually I mean. not go into the bathroom in between. Like, usually you wake up for a split second. Yeah, and you'll be like, oh, God, that was terrifying. It was a terrifying yeah. dream. And then you close your eyes and then the terror starts again. Oh, but then man. I but then I was asking, why would he be... There's, that doesn't make any sense whatsoever. But mm. then I... So then I went back to sleep and it just continued. And I was trying to talk sense into him. And he kept trying to stab me. In my dream. And okay. I was saying, listen, Bruce, I don't want to stab you. So stop. Can I ask for a detail? He a, wouldn't stop. So can he I ask just for a detail? Yeah, sure. Front or back stab? <laughs> uh, no, that's front. big. That's big. Oh. Front. Okay. Front. Oh. Why is that big? Because if it, he's stabbing you in the back, that's mm-hmm. a betrayal. Oh, I see. Yeah. yeah. What does front mean? Oh, he wants you dead. You just a murder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank and you, Bean. This is very interesting. Right. And so then... You know, I woke up again and then went back to sleep, and it continued for the rest of the night, it felt like. I don't know. You know, some people say dreams are only a couple seconds or whatever, Mm. but it felt like it was forever, and I couldn't get him to stop trying to stab me. Yeah. (laughs) It was really bizarre. Yeah. You you said... Thank you. Thank you. I said... You said that he's the nicest guy. Yeah. Wouldn't hurt a fly. Right. You have a great relationship. Mm Mm-hmm. But you feel wounded by him. You feel wounded by his actions or his words. There's something you're not telling us, Kevin. So well, you are taking a defensive act against him. You're defending he's yourself. He's attacking me. From, he's attacking you. But he's you, not attacking me. <laughs> but but not in not in the attacking form. Maybe you feel that he's above you. It's now like almost a weird competition insecurity thing. Maybe he has this great home life. He's got everything going for him and you're feeling a little bit inadequate when it comes to your brother. May I, I add to that? I don't think... Not as a dream interpreter. Let me add to that. But let me just say, I don't think it's that. Okay. 
What it is is, mm-hmm. and again, not to step on your toes, Allie, because you're the expert here. Sure. It's very clear to me uh-huh. that mom likes him best. Right. Oh. Right. Sorry, Bean, I didn't have that ready. Yeah, mom likes yeah. him best. And, and yeah. that's, you have become painfully aware. And maybe maybe recently mm-hmm. even more so aware when you're home for the yeah. holidays. I'm, I'm, first of all, I don't know if my mom likes him best, but I would be fine with that. Because I, I would. You say that, but there's a tear rolling down. Your <laughs> yeah, it's very sad. <laughs> no, honestly, I would I would be fine with that because I love Bruce. I couldn't figure out why he kept stab- stabbing me. I just couldn't figure it out. I was just flummoxed, and I had a knife, and I was stabbing him back. But I just was going, I don't want to stab you. Stop doing this. A lot of <laughs> why do you keep stabbing me? <laughs> a lot of times, though, when there's somebody trying to injure you or you're trying to injure them, yeah, you're trying to rid that person, or they're you're trying to rid something in you. That you see in them, something. I'm so trying to get there, rid of something in me that I see in him. Is there something about him that you don't like? I mean, and he's that smart. Was the personification. <laughs> well, I mean, you've been nailing getting rid of that. Then, okay. I I feel like there's something there's underlying something. here. Yeah, there's something that you're trying to almost carve out of him because you but see it in you. But I was protesting the whole t- the entire dream. I was protesting. I was like, stop this because I. Don't want to have to stab you, right? <laughs> but you sure it was it was knives and not a sword fight. <laughs> oh, wow, this got this got real weird. Uh, yeah, it was knives. Okay, mm-hmm. and that's why it was so troubling because yeah. he kept yeah. coming at me and I kept having to stab. Have you guys ever fought? Not really. So there's no way you were feeling like maybe you betrayed your brother in some way, shape, or oh, form. Oh, I always betrayed him. I mean, every time, <laughs> okay. every okay. time something happened, we blame it on him. Okay, it's just my older brother and I always do that just mm-hmm. to be funny because he's the least likely to have done it. <laughs> so I don't understand exactly why that would why this, that would happen. This is well, very difficult. That's and what so I thought. You're willing yeah. to be honest with us, Kevin. There's not much we can do to help you. <laughs> Why can't my boobs get bigger? Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. Very exciting, you guys. For the first time in 2019, our friend, Lamorne Morris, back on the Kevin and Bean Show here on K-Rock. Lamorne! You're so excited. We are excited. We are excited. We like you. Uh, I love you you all. when you come in. Uh, Thank you. I really appreciate that. What do you think of our uh, What do you think of our new digs since the last time you came? It's, you were it's swanky. In Culver City last time. It's a little nicer, right? It's like bigger. It's like you put more money into it. I feel like mm-hmm. we need to mess it up some. You should because it doesn't <laughs> feel like you know when you go into a house that's too nice. You're yeah. afraid to sit or touch right. anything. That's yeah. what it feels like. Give me a marker. Give me some spray paint, right. and there you'll do it. Go. I'll mess it up for you. <laughs> <All right. laughs> I like it. Uh, Lamar was just telling us off air that he recently got back, spent the new year it uh, watching the new year come in in Melbourne, Australia. Melbourne, mm. yes, which is on uh, so many of us, Kevin and mine's list of places we're dying to go. It didn't sound like you were all that impressed, though. You know, I I went to Sydney before. Me and a buddy, uh, King Batch, if you're familiar with uh, Instagram, and he's an actor. And so when we go the, go to these places, he's the type of person that can have fun anywhere, right? Right. So the first time we went, we went to Sydney, if we walk into a room, people want photographs, and they want to tell us where we should go. Mm-hmm. And so it was great. Then we went back, 
to Melbourne. So the culture shock was out of the window. Okay. So I was so used to it that it wasn't that exciting. It was just, it was very city-like. It was you know like, what I mean? oh, we're here now. Okay. Yeah, it was like, yeah. right, what do we do now? <laughs> Another party. I <laughs> thought, all right, hey, we got parties in LA. Yeah, you flew a long way to be in a city like Los Angeles. I know, yeah. I know. It but struck you as downtown Los Angeles? It was, it was yeah, a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you. I felt like I was at home. A lot of my friends here in LA are Australian, so nothing threw me off. Hmm. Nothing was that unique. I, I saw no wish, kangaroos. Do nothing. you wish you had gone somewhere else? Um, I, I, I love the fact that I went, so I can cross it off my bucket list. Okay. But yes, you I said do. you already went one time before. I went to Sydney before. Oh, I see. Yeah, Not yeah Melbourne. different okay, city. Gotcha. Yeah, Sydney, Lamar, Perth. You know what I don't get? You don't hear a lot of Southern Californians say, "Oh, I got to go someplace around New Year's to get you know to get someplace where it's warm." Someplace warm. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you didn't exactly leave you know Upper well, Minnesota. I mean, it's sixty-eight. I'm How can coat. anyone live in that? I'm wearing a coat. You are wearing a coat today. Yeah. You know, it's a little bit nippy outside, <laughs> and I got like I, I'm anemic. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, so the, have you already planned where you're going to go next year? Uh, we're thinking maybe Bali, I think. Oh, wow. Uh, wow. Possibly nice. Bali. Or back to Australia. You never know. No. <laughs> why, does, why and how does your friend Kim Kim Batch have 17 million followers on Instagram? He's brilliant. He's What's brilliant. What's he doing? Just some of the funniest, weirdest, coolest stuff. He's he's a high-energy guy who 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 is a people person. People just love to watch his 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 um, his videos, and uh, he does a good job of creating them. Speaking, he was one of the original Vine guys, too, Yeah, he's right? the king of Vine, yeah. 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 Speaking of uh, Instagram, you were uh, showing uh, Kyrie Irving jersey last night. Yes. And you want somebody to put you in touch with Kyrie Irving so that he could sign it. Yes. But he gave you it personally? Yes. I was on the floor. Okay. Uh, uh, Cavs, Hawks a couple years ago, and I sat on the floor, and I, and after the, I was cheering for Kyrie the whole time. I'm a huge Cavs fan. And then at the end of the game, they lost, and he came, he took the jersey off, and he gave it to me. And because he clearly has recognized you as a fan of yours as well. And so, that's, so. And so that's not enough for you. Hell no, it's not enough for me. <laughs> if I'm going to put that dirty-ass jersey on my wall, somebody better sign it. <laughs> so it hasn't been uh, washed? Nope. What? <laughs> that's not, I, I that's swear the you. worst thing ever. It lost the smell. By the, you know, the the funk has actually gone away. Is that right? Yeah. yeah it's going to come back, though. 100%. Hard. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's um, now contagious. So, so is the reason, because you seem, your social media seems like you're a big Lakers fan now. You just followed LeBron. Is that why? I just followed LeBron. Okay, I'm a gotcha. huge LeBron fan. So you uh, were a Heat fan at one point, too, then. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, I gotcha. got Lakers, Heat, Cavs jerseys. Wow. Yeah. All right. Everybody gives you jerseys. Everybody, that's, a, that's a cool life. That's a, I love it. <laughs> Wait, no, no, no. This is the only one that's been given to me by a player. Oh, I see. You okay. know what I mean? Uh, LeBron hasn't given me any jerseys. Well, is what's he, he doing? Is, is he back yet from being hurt, by the way? <sighs> no. Not yet, right? They'll evaluate him in a week, I think. Oh, that's got to be... I don't think you want to bring him back too soon. You want to no. make sure he's healed completely. Well, if you, if you, if you take yeah. too long, they won't make the playoffs. True. And then what right. am I going to do? During that time, <laughs> yes, it's all about Lamorne. What is yeah, he going to do <laughs> if the Lakers are in the playoffs? <laughs> you haven't learned yet. <laughs> Our uh, guest is Lamorne Morris. Uh, we're going to get to his Valley of the Boom, the new, uh, very exciting new series on uh, National Geographic. But before that, let me back up uh, for a second. So, New Girls on for like six, six seasons. I want to say right? seven. Seven. Okay. Yeah. That ends, and I'm sure it's a mix of uh, uh, relief because now you're free to go off and do lots of other things. Also, a little right. bit of sadness because these are now some of your closest friends that you're not going to be seeing every day. Right. What What was your uh, What was your your goal and dream 
acting-wise next after New Girl when you found yourself freed up and available to do anything? Uh, uh, action comedy. You know, I, I, I love action comedy. I love that genre. Uh, and so that's kind of what I wanted to get my hands on a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just cool TV projects as well. Um, that's why Valley of the Boom is so uh, near and dear to me because it's actually a, a, a bit of a different character than Winston Bishop on right. New Girl. Uh, he kind of he's the narrator of this whole thing, um, so I really enjoy that. And you know, I got and I finished up a, a, a comedy. Well, it's not really a comedy; it's an action movie called Bloodshot. Are you uh, funny in it? I, I'm funny in it. Right? Okay. You know, it's so, not a funny movie, help but, but be funny. <laughs> right? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say lines straight. I have to you sort of have to. <laughs> I have to make them weird. Um, <laughs> uh, that's my downfall. No, um, but yeah. So I've been just kind of you know. This has been a very, very busy year after after New Girl. I'm very, very grateful for that. Now, you said earlier, um, sadness, you know, after uh-huh. leaving a show. I, I was sad. I, I wasn't really sad. I was kind of glad to be done with it. Because you hated those other I cast members. I hated, well, just Jake Johnson. I hated him. <laughs> Everybody else was great. I okay. hate hated Jake, Jake Johnson. Okay, Spider-Man's <laughs> trash movie. Into the Spider-Verse <laughs> trash film. <laughs> I mean, I saw it. It was great. <laughs> Yeah, so. sure. <laughs> sure, it may have been great. It may have been fun for the whole family. It, it was fantastic. great. It, it did just funny. win the Golden Globe the other night. Yeah, I don't know sure. if you noticed that. But. <laughs> Made a bunch of money, but you know what? The, you know what didn't happen? What? They didn't thank Jake Johnson. And I texted him. <laughs> I said, I like that you noticed that. Yeah, I said, Jake, man, they didn't they didn't thank you uh, for the win. I said, do you feel bad about this? And he goes, <laughs> and he goes we did $150 million so far. <laughs> <laughs> He's good? Yeah, he's like, I'm fine. <laughs> um, last question before we have to take a break and then come back and get into Valley of the Boom, and that is, are you keeping in touch with Ferguson? Uh, R.I.P. Ferguson. R.I.P. Oh, no. I made that up. <laughs> okay. This was the cat. This was Winston's cat on yeah. New Girl. How, sure. how's, is he okay? Is he he's okay. He, uh, he's not don't the, know that. He's okay. Do he, you know that? Yeah, but he, for sure. I thought he I have. I literally have his tombstone in my house. This is a real story. Okay. I have the tombstone of Ferguson in my prop? house. Was a prop because he died on this show. Got gotcha. right? Gave him a traditional Jewish uh, funeral. Sure, sure. Like uh, you do. Obvi- yeah, obviously he's a Jewish cat. Right. Yeah. Sure. No tattoos. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and so, but uh, it, I thought he died in real life. You did. Yeah, I thought, but it turns out Why? he just went to a different show. <laughs> Is that <laughs> like going to a farm? Right. So yeah, he went to the farm. He went to it Shameless. Was- <laughs> <laughs> Why did you think he died? Because they they when I came back for the table reads, they kept talking about Ferguson's funeral. And they kept telling oh, me the storylines of my character. So that kind of like, sunk in. Yeah, I was like, wait a minute. Is they were like, Yeah, when Ferguson dies, and they were kinda laughing about it, and I was like, wait a minute, wait. As much as I hate this cat in real life. Right. Yeah, this cat sure, sucks because yeah. I'm allergic and all that stuff like that. That's sad. It's like a part of my life. Right. And, yeah. and, then, yeah. they, and then they were like, oh, no, he just went to do Shameless. <laughs> got just got offer. a better gig. Yeah. Much better offer. <laughs> I love that. All right. Our friend Lamorne Morris in studio is here on the Kevin and Bean Show. Nat Geo is where you want to be this Sunday night for the two-hour premiere of a fascinating show, Valley of the Boom. It's called About the Early Days of the Internet. It's way crazier than we remember, by the way. So much we take Agreed. for granted now. Yeah. Almost didn't happen, or it could have happened a completely different way. So we'll talk with Lamorne about that when we return on K Rock. The K 
Kevin and Bean Show, world famous K Rock. Silicon Valley's unprecedented tech boom and subsequent bust in the 1990s. It's got Bradley Whitford in it. The great Steve Zahn is in it, and our friend Lamorne Morris, who's the great Lamorne Morris, the great yeah. Lamorne Morris, Legendary. here with us on the Kevin and Bean Show on K Rock. We're talking about Valley of the Boom, iconic <laughs> two-hour premiere this Sunday night on the Nat Geo Channel. Now, Lamorne, you're a black guy, right? Yeah. Okay, so it's impossible how to you know start how, a question like that because it's impossible to know how old black people are. So yeah. tell me when the internet like came, an Asian. Came, right when That's the internet true. came onto the scene back in the '90s, were you old enough to kind of be aware of it, be able to use it at the time, or are you too young to even know about this period in history? Well, I think I was of age, but where I grew up, we didn't have access to that kind of information. Uh, so you didn't of have Chicago. the internet. I didn't South have the internet. Chicago. Yeah, we didn't have the internet until I moved to the western suburbs. And like a year later, everyone at this point, when I moved to the western suburbs of uh, Illinois, uh, everyone had access. Okay. Um, I didn't know what I was doing. People were building websites at that point in school, and I was like, "Ooh, look, a picture of Michael Jordan! How do I, how do I print this out? Can it print out?" You were looking for different pictures than I was, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, no. I, listen, I had my combination going. Okay, it was basketball, it's, then you know. Gotcha. Yeah, sure. It's so fascinating, though to see, as Ali was just saying off the air, to see these real-life guys just kind of working their way through it, not really knowing what they had, but some being having the vision to see that it was going to change the world. Most people had to really be convinced that it was viable to yeah. even invest in. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. When you're, when you're around them, now, some of the people, some of the pioneers back then, when you talk to them, they were so clueless. They yeah. were just like, hey, man, we're smart people who know how to make this thing. And people are giving out money for it. You know, right. we don't know what it's going to turn into. We're just trying to be as disruptive as possible. That's just, that's the best part about that is yeah. that they had no clue. It was right. just make it up as you go, yeah. and whatever happens, happens. Right. One of the heads of Netscape in it said to me the most fascinating thing that I've never even thought of. He was going into meetings trying to get funding, and he said, "We're in there." trying to sell the future and right. we're trying to sell them on a new era that has never existed exactly how do you even propose that in wording exactly like it's just it's insane to me that that they had to be sold on something that would then become the internet yeah and it's a, a part of history so it's not just the internet it's everything that we do yeah it, yeah true it literally it, it was the future. Yes. Uh, if you if you talk about like a self driving car now or, or or Bitcoin, people people a little bit confused, you know. But if in the future that is the thing, we'll probably look back at this moment and go, damn. Man, I could have had Bitcoin. <laughs> I could have been rich. You right. know? So let's talk about your character who is representative mm -hmm. of uh, an important part of the story, but not real, uh, not a real person. Not a real right? person. No, there weren't that many black people. Back. <laughs> I was like, how you to cast me as one of them? They were like, ah, it's not that many. You're the, you're the bank, right? Yeah, I'm the bank. I'm the bank. My character represents one, not only the narrator to kind of guide the audience through the show, but also uh, he describes himself as an amalgam of various investment bankers of that period. Right. So what happened was, you know, you, you have these companies with these ideas and then you bring Wall Street to the to the mix and then that's where the money comes in and it becomes overflow of cash essentially. And my character represents that kind of slimy uh <laughs> uh the money uh train essentially. 
Ah. I wonder. I wonder how many um, you know billionaires or hundreds of millionaires were made in that first year in Silicon Valley. Oh gosh, it's got to be a ton. There was a yeah. guy, there was an interview with you, uh, a Ferrari dealership guy. And he talked about how one weekend he one weekend he or one day and he sold seven Ferraris. One day and it just all this money started coming in. All these wow. people kept coming in and buying these cars. He sold seven in a day. Wow. It seems um, like I knew. I sort of felt like I knew everything about the internet because yeah. I was alive and was paying attention mm-hmm. we were doing this job for god's sake yeah and i didn't know anything about it nothing yeah. i mean no. when you watch the show you just go wow this is all information i did not have oh 100 i just thought it just came about right yeah. <laughs> I just you know well, just i never knew is. silicon valley was this great area with just you know these cherry trees yeah. it's just this wonderful or- orchard right i just thought it was a ton of buildings that there was a lot of rent yes <laughs> <laughs> yes indeed and i do want to say one one more thing about this because it's on nat geo and i worry that there are people in our audience who will automatically not think oh i'm going to watch something on nat geo this doesn't look like any other mm-hmm. nat geo oh, show i've ever yeah. seen yeah nat geo's bringing some heat yeah heat man i'm telling you uh this show they have a bunch of different stuff the genius series that they have mm-hmm. it's it's great you know um and and you're right it's a mixture of narrative it's a mixture of documentaries, and it's got really cool characters in it. I think even if you're not interested in the internet, the story alone, agree. Yeah. The tr- you know the truth is stranger than fiction. Yeah, it absolutely. Is a really strange tale, and it's got some very funny parts in it, and it's yeah. got some some fourth wall stuff in it that's really cool. So oh, yeah. I, I mean, you're not going to believe, especially if you don't know much about the birth of the internet. It'll blow your mind to oh, see all yeah. the stuff that happened. Oh, it's yeah. called Valley of the Boom. Two-hour premieres this Sunday, January 13th at 9 uh, on, the again, the Nat Geo channel. Before you go, LeBorne, we'd like to do 60 seconds with you. Kevin is just going to fire questions at you. 60 just seconds. First things Ooh. that come to mind. You I ready to go? can't last that long. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I'm going to need a water break. 60 seconds with LeBorne Morris. Mm-hmm. What's your least favorite song? Uh, it's something by Morris Day and the Times. I'm, <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> I love them. <laughs> Dog kisses on the mouth. Yes or no? Absolutely not. I heard about it man who just lost all his limbs because of it. <laughs> Real story. Do you collect anything? Yes, LeBron's shoes. Really? And jerseys, yes. No kidding. Yeah. Um, do you have a secret talent? I secret talent. I uh, sometimes do accents and, and impressions of different people. What advice would you give your teenage self? Um, don't worry about it. They'll do it to you later. <laughs> give it some time. If you had the power, what food would you ban from the earth? Uh, uh, kumquats, because they sound disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Mustaches, great in real life or just porn? Uh, porn, yeah. What's your go-to karaoke song? Uh, On the Wings of Love. No, Unchained Melody, Unchained Melody. Um, what did you want to be as a kid? Uh, a basketball player. Pineapple on pizza, yes or no? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. I'm with you. I'm yeah. with you on that one. Laboura, that's happy that's a real year? divisive uh, question. Yeah, that one is. and the dog kissing on the mouth. That one is, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. you're either hardcore yes or hardcore oh, no. I can't have it. I can't have it. Lamar, <laughs> we, we appreciate you so much. Thanks for coming by. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thank you, man. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Quick, Kevin, what day of the week is it? It is Tuesday. Well done. <laughs> Well, well, off air, you've been struggling. <laughs> oh, I, <have> <laughs> I, uh, oh, I know why you're asking that, yeah. You've thought it was Thursday maybe 15 times. Yeah, that's correct. It yeah. is uh, Tuesday, and Allie is here with our final look at what's happening on the Kevin and Bean Show. I mean, to be fair, it feels like a very long week already, right? I mean, when you asked me that, I thought 
Wednesday. Mm-hmm. But then I realized that I'd been doing that all day, so I said Tuesday. But yeah, uh, yeah, I still think it's Wednesday today. This Sorry. is only our fifth show of 2019. We need a break. Yeah, and I do feel like this year has gone on forever. Need a yeah, vacation, what happened to man. Three day week, man. Right. Oh, tomorrow's our last day oh, this cool. week. Oh, cool. Very good. Very good. <laughs> yeah, we're good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're all set. <laughs> you guys, if you like the movie Unbreakable and you like the movie Split, well, do I have something for you. It is so a movie. So break out the tissues because mm. you're going to want to masturbate to all of them. Mm. I mean, I'm not uh, l- well, sure. let me tell you the cast. Okay. Uh, Samuel L. Jackson. Bruce Willis, James McAvoy, Sarah Paulson. It is a movie called Glass. It is basically uh, going to continue that journey of those two movies. It's in theaters on January 18th, but I want to give you guys right now a pair of passes to see the K-Rock advanced screening of Glass at Pacific's The Grove on January 15th. Be callers 10 through 14 right now, and you five winners are going to get that pair of passes. You're going to see it a full three days before it opens. So feel good about that, you guys. Feel good about it. Half so, glass full. Exactly. Thank you, sir. <laughs> I was saying yesterday, uh, now's the time that we're hearing all about the different music festivals. All the lineups are coming out. Right. Today we have Bonnaroo. Okay. And uh, hey, if you like fish, boy, is this the festival for you. What if I don't? Well, then you have three chances to see fish. At this festival. Each day? No. Oh. No, that would be crazy. And you're probably saying, wait, what? It would be three days. It's a three-day festival. Right? No, no. Friday, you can see Fish, Childish Gambino, Solange, Brockhampton. <laughs> I mean, okay, fine. That's that's Friday. Okay. Saturday, no fish for you. Okay. <laughs> you're going to see Post Malone, Hosier, Casey Musgraves, The National, the Lonely Island. Rare. That'd be amazing, wouldn't it? It would be rare amazing. Live performance yes, yeah, very rare. Um, Gucci Mane will be there, not Gucci Gang. Different. Which sure. is is interesting that he's not going to take his uh, supergroup there. But then we bring you to Sunday, June 16th, where you have not one, but two chances to see fish. They're playing twice two in sets. the same day. In the same day. Being they have enough songs to. Do that without oh, repeating, right? They could do oh, the whole yeah. festival. Yeah. They did yeah. 13 nights at Madison Square Garden uh, two years ago and didn't repeat a single song. Oh, some yeah. of those songs have to suck yeah, so much. Some of them are 35 minutes yeah. long. They're just yeah. jam band. And a lot of them points. are great, too. Yeah. <laughs> Stand down, Fishhead. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, Kevin says some of the songs that suck. Yeah, some of them are not the greatest songs in the world, but they are a, a terrific band that have a lot of great songs, too. Well, if you aren't up for those two fish sets on Sunday, you also have Cardi B, The Lumineers, Walk the Moon, Brandy Carlisle. All sorts of other bands as well. So there you have it. Bonnaroo, <laughs> Manchester, Tennessee. And by the way, also, uh, Kevin, it is not uncommon for them to cover an entire album in concert. Like they'll come out and they'll do all of Dark Side of the Moon or right. the White Album by the Beatles. Interesting. Is it yeah, good? They got a lot of songs. Can't be good. Also, please, if you're going to Bonnaroo, report back about how Hippo Campus is. They're playing on Saturday. <laughs> yeah. It's a real name. It's real good. And Parquet Courts. I want to know how they are. There's some good ones. Space Mm -hmm. Jesus. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can just make these up at this point. (laughs) Yeah. Igloo Ghost. That's a real band playing on Sunday. (laughs) I love it. Oh, you guys, the 2019 Golden Globes. Not the most dynamic of shows. I'm sorry I watched it, but 
I fell asleep. I don't think you're alone in that. However, they did finish the night with 18.6 million total viewers, which was down just about 2% from last year. However, How about that whole deal? However, among adults 18 to 49, they rose in the ratings, which is pretty much A, all you can ask for, and B, unheard of for a show like this. So Racism. I don't think that's what they're saying at all. Wow. Actually, I was thinking about it yesterday. It was a very non-political show for the first time for an award show. It was more, they were thanking family. They were talking about Mm -hmm. other things. I didn't notice that. Christian Christian Bale did thank Satan. I mean, uh, that happened. As a reference to his Dick Cheney. To Dick Cheney. But that was it. That was the only thing that was even... It's all fake news. It's phony stuff. It didn't happen. But, uh, But it did. Is what I'm saying. All I know is Bean Bean kept emailing how much he hated it. He's like, this is just going to kill me. This show's going to kill me. It's so dull. It it was pretty dull. It was boring. (laughs) I think think award shows are dead, you guys. I really do. Like Jensen was talking about yesterday. I mean, 18 million people watched it, though. How do you save it, though? How do you make it good? I think every award should be a surfboard, like that Nickelodeon Kids' Mm -hmm. Choice thing. Like, (laughs) even the serious ones. Like, winner for Beale Street, and they got to come get a surfboard. (laughs) And there should be that green slime. Yeah. Yeah. Right? slime. I like it. You go no over time. No one knows how we're, Oh, that's yeah, good. Yeah, you can't wave it off. You you decide you're going to continue on. You get slimed. As someone right? who has written for numerous award shows, uh-huh. the Grammys I've written for, MTV Movie Awards, all of them, those are the two that I... Mm-hmm. And the SBs I do every year. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're bar- They're terrible. They're unbearable. Don't make them. Turn them off. They're not good. Because even when we try to make them different, yeah. it, it's not it's not a format that really opens for change. Yeah. Yeah, true. Not but good. sliming is a great yes. idea. Can you imagine mm-hmm. if Harrison Ford came out as a That'd presenter and yeah. got slimed? Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. J- Judy Dench. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 honestly, she deserves it. Yeah. Surfboards and slime. That's yeah. our answer. Surfboards and slime. Or I've also, um, I've really thought during the presidential debates, whenever they interrupt each other, mm-hmm. you get two interruptions allowed. And then after that, the floor opens up and you drop. Yeah, also good. Amazing, right? Yeah, I yeah, watched also the good. hell out of that. Yeah, crocodiles down Absolutely. Oh, yes. 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 Also not doing enough with the technology that exists that is known as a cattle prod. Yeah. Yes, a All cattle prod. Some sort of electric shock, I think, would really make I mean, these it things would. more exciting. It would make it better. Speeches will be shorter. I mean, yeah. we are nailing these ideas, you guys. <laughs> guys, this is the writer's room. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yesterday, uh, not a real great day for Kevin Spacey, as it shouldn't have been, because he entered a not guilty plea in Massachusetts court. He, of course, faces felony charges that he groped an 18-year-old kid at a bar two years ago. Then he hops on his private plane, get the hell out of Nantucket, and then he's pulled over for speeding at a Northern Virginia airport on Monday. So... You know, but here's the thing. He must have said to the cop, because he gave him a verbal warning, not a ticket, hey, listen, I've just been arraigned for uh, some felony sex crimes. If you could you, you th- could let me off lightly. You think a cop would no, take kindly to that? I don't understand at all how he either. got out of this. That's crazy. Uh, maybe the guy didn't recognize him at all. Maybe he just thought it was a random dude. It's K-Pax. Let him go. <laughs> It's an obscure reference to an alien movie he did. <laughs> I like to think that Kevin Spacey is most known for K-Pax. Uh, I also want to note that he took a private plane. Kevin Spacey not thinking long-term on the money Mm-mm. spending. Mm. No. Because there's no money coming in. No. Uh, I don't know. People have such short memories for things Except like for this. Except for K-Pax. Good movie. Was it? Right? Yeah. I remember yeah. every moment of that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I won't be surprised that he... 
probably has offers coming in and will be working. Again. Really? Absolutely. I, I think it'll be a while if he does. He mm-hmm. is re- he is receiving offers from uh, Asia and Europe right now. Really? That's confirmed. Yes. <sighs> that Nick Cage money. Yeah, it's 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 great. Crazy. Happy birthday to uh, actresses Gabby Hoffman and Rachel Nichols. And that's what's happening. Thanks, Ellie. On your drive home today, listen to a commercial-free 5 p.m. hour. Random act of helpfulness from the SoCal Helpful Honda dealers. Tomorrow morning, you saved a life. We want to talk to you about that. Um, I don't know if you saw the woman. What was it? Two months ago? Three months ago at the U.S. Open tennis tournament that was dipping her chicken tenders in her, a Coke? Yeah. Yeah. She's now made a, a song about that in a video. Very timely. Very timely. <laughs> yeah. And it's horrible. Is mm-hmm. she trying to make that a thing? Yeah, I think not so. The, not, the, not the song, obviously, but she thinks that we should all be dipping our chicken tenders into soda? Uh, I think so. But if okay. you come across that, don't listen to it, Bean, because okay. you're going to love it when all we right. play it tomorrow. And uh, the guy that licked the doorbell for three hours. What? <laughs> What's up with that, dude? <laughs> tomorrow morning. It's the Kevin and Bean Show, the world famous K Rock. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.